following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. We welcome Guy Hugelin and Mike Johnson. Good morning. Studio. How to do? It's Santa Dude Boo. It's Santa Time in the Bluegrass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you better get to shopping. Oh, Can I it. use that tomorrow tomorrow it's, night for something I'm doing? Yeah. Okay. That, Santa time in the bluegrass. That is so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> How'd I do that? Oh, I don't know, but it's good. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna trademark that. Yeah. <laughs> Santa time in the bluegrass. Yeah, all the car dealerships are gonna want it. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Seven highlights. <laughs> Seven Habits of Highly Effective Dividend Investors. What's up with that? Stephen Covey. This is a great <clears throat> yeah. article. Um, it, it cuts you know straight to how we invest. Um, yeah. And now they're they're talking generally, but you know we'll we'll bring this back to you know how how we do things. Right. Um, but dividend investing, value investing. It's different than growth investing, momentum investing. You know, that's just buying an index, letting it right. roll, buying, you know, it's more speculation. Um, dividend investing uh, and value investing is research-based. Um, yeah. So I'll just get straight into the, the, the seven. The first one is they stick with what they know. Uh, th- this analogy they use is great. Um Ted Williams, which is a, a baseball – he's a baseball Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, for sure. He, he's the last one uh, to hit over 400 in a season. Yeah. Um, 482, the highest uh, on base of all time. Now, they did an analysis of how he did his batting. Right. Uh, he divided the strike zone into 77 baseball-sized cells and studied which cells he was best at hitting. So you take that analogy yeah. and you apply it, you know, in with dividend investing, literally we're thrown thousands of pitches every day. Right. You know, all these different things that you can invest in. But if you've done your research, you've divided it into the cells that you're able to hit. You know, that can be your Warren Buffett used to make this analogy all the time. Wait for the fat pitch. Wait for the fat pitch. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so it you stick with what you know you know if if you know we've built some core competencies in several industries yeah um and 
you know, we're we're not experts in every industry, you right. know, because you know some just just don't don't fit what we're looking it's for. Not what we know. It's not what we know. But when you've built a core competency in something, when you see that fat pitch coming, yeah, you know to swing, and your odds of hitting that pitch are a lot better. What I loved about that number one, and I'm gonna, what I'm gonna kind of do as we go through these, I'm gonna compare them to the actual book which uh-huh. I have read. So, the the Stephen the Covey Stephen book. Covey book, yes. So, what what Ted was doing, and this is 1941. He's studying this. Yeah, he doesn't have any of the technology we have. He was being very proactive. Yeah. Okay. He was focusing on what he was good at. Yeah. And how he could get better. And number one in the book from Stephen Covey is be proactive. Hmm. Yep. There you go. I've not read the book. When did the book come out? Oh, gosh. That's probably been out over 20-some-odd years. Or so. Yeah. 77. Has it been that long? Okay. <laughs> gosh. Either that or 84. Yeah. It was a, okay. a real go-go book back in the, in the old days. <laughs> Before the internet. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Um, number two, they think independently and conduct their own research. So the the book you're talking about is that the the little book of behavioral investing? Is that the book? No, he actually wrote a book called the Seven Effective oh. ha- ha- okay. fa- the Habits. Seven Highlights of Highly of, uh, Effective People of People. Okay, right. okay, yes. Um, so they think independently and conduct their own research. This is something we talk about every week regardless or allude to it every week do your own research and they uh mention in here the the misconception that stock experts which are the analysts that you that people just follow whatever they say um but he gives some statistics here um looking at five-year growth forecast uh, stock analysts expected to grow the the stocks that analysts expected to grow the fastest actually grew no faster than the stocks that they expected to grow the slowest. Um, in 2008, they forecasted a 24% price gain. Stocks fell 40%, and it just goes on and on. You know what the the experts know. Right. Um, you you can't just follow what the experts say because what that really does it's. It, it, it's it's a it's a comfort blanket is all it is you know you, you if you're following these headlines it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy but they could you could feel warm and fuzzy right off the cliff. I'll give you an example um when I was with Payne Weber we had a guru and he he was a show enough guru uh-huh uh-huh I mean the dude was brilliant <laughs> his name was Ed Kirshner and he had a list of stocks called the focus list and this was in late 90s. And I mean to tell you, he'd put a stock on that list and it would go straight up. Mm-hmm. And everybody was in Payne Weber was managing their portfolios according to Ed Kirshner's picks, the focus list. I love it. I had a, a lot of my clients' money into the stocks that Ed Kirshner said you should be buying. And his... His approach became so closely followed that they started a mutual fund out of it. Hmm. They named it the Strategy Fund. Mm-hmm. Later, it was renamed the Tragedy Fund. Oh, the Tragedy? Wow. Yeah. Uh-oh. It was later renamed the Tragedy Fund because 
what happened was Ed Kirshner went into 2000 and 01 and 02, the years the markets fell. He had no answer for down markets. Yeah. And they were quiet. And, and that fund ended up dropping 50%. Wow. Think about it. You put $100,000 in, in two years, it's worth 50. And it cost me my career. Well, it didn't cost me my career, but it cost me a lot of client relationships. I lost clients because I followed an outside guru and I didn't have the conviction of my own. Right. Ooh. I was letting somebody else do my research for me. Yeah. And and he was just going on momentum. Yeah. Right. So on that note, number two in the actual book is begin with the end in mind. Begin mm-hmm. with yeah. the end in mind. And the analogy is simply this. What do you want your funeral to look like? Right. Mm. That's the question you ask yourself. And, you know, when we talk about investment, what what do we expect the later years in our lives to, to look like? What what are we going to be dealing with? What are the consequences, the expenses, the needs? Right. The legacy, what we want to live, leave our, you know, our families, whatever. Yeah. But all of that ties right into this, this strategy of you've got to know what you're doing. Tom's a perfect example. He got off, you know, he started following somebody else, which affected the outcome for you long term yeah and my clients and your clients and what i said was that when we started this firm we would always do our own research just like it says uh, right those now, it's interesting on that on that fund um w- did the the picks inside that fund did those eventually come back or was it the mechanics of the fund that really killed it i would have to say that it would be both. Both. Yeah, that that compounded. The, they lost so much money that had to be pulled out when the market was down. Yeah. Oh, wow. So anyway, they raised $2 billion wow. starting the fund. Wow. So mm. um, number three, and this goes right to what you were saying, Tom, they play the long game and let market volatility work for them. Yeah. So you, you look back, just the most recent example last year, you know, like you said, guy, you know, long game, what's going to happen in the future, but volatility in the market, that's part of it. You're going to have market volatility, but what you were saying, do your own research so that when volatility comes, you don't react in the wrong way and you can take advantage of that volatility. Yes. Uh, And if you've done your research, you should be able to do that. Right. So, wait a minute, you, number three, Yep. put first things first. We yep. all know what that means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay with us. we got to take a break. <laughs> first things I, first. I, I, put first things first. I just spilled coffee all over me. I'm having a mess over here. <laughs> all right. First things first. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. News Radio 630 WLAP. May. The shooter inside the synagogue. 2019. Like, Put on the tariffs. We did not reach a determination a president committed a crime. Welcome to 2020. Sleepy Joe Biden. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. What does a good financial advisor do? Perhaps it comes down to asking the right questions instead of having all the answers. 
For instance, should I take Social Security now or later? Am I really ready to retire? Is my money invested properly to pay me an income during retirement? These are a few of the questions that might come up in your discussion with a financial advisor. Good questions are what a financial advisor may be able to help you with. You will come up with the answers on your own. If you're not sure about some of these things and need a sounding board, call the Pre-Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a complimentary appointment. Also, you can listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's the Pre-Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. <laughs> what else you got? That's pretty All good right. now. Let's get right back into oh, it. Uh, the number four reason or uh, uh, habit of highly effective dividend investors, they maintain reasonable expectations. This is a biggie. Yeah. Um, you look at indexing. And which has become such a, a a big thing in the last decade, the idea of beating the S and P five hundred or some arbitrary number um, that totally takes out of the equation. Does that fit your your goals? Does that help you achieve your end goal? Be it income, be it whatever you're trying to to right. accomplish. You know. It, just because you beat that number doesn't mean that you're going to accomplish your goals. So maintain reasonable expectations. You focus on what you can control to meet your investment goals. I'll give you an example. The stock that we bought recently, Unum, U-N-U-M, um, it's a reasonably cheap thing. The dividend is reasonable. Everything about it, looked reasonable and that's why we invested in it not it's not some kind of 10 bagger necessarily that we're going to make 10 times our money on 10 bagger i like that yeah that's (laughs) coined by peter lynch but it just had reasonable expectations of of uh return and it fits in the portfolio too yeah Uh, you're just you know when you find something that's reasonable um that accomplishes a goal that you're looking to to fill you know it fits inside the portfolio it works together with the other pieces of the portfolio so it's you know the the portfolio is like a team it's no different you've got all these players that are doing their their thing but it all goes to accomplishing that goal of our investors our clients yeah so, so number four in the book is think win-win. Think win-win. So, when you know, when I think of expectations, one of the things that I've learned in life that you have to be real careful of is you have to really, really watch, like you're saying, your expectations here, reasonable. You know, because unreasonable expectations breed severe resentment. Okay, Mm -hmm. which then cause a lot of problems for us. And we end up making bad choices as a result of those resentments. That's right. Okay, and when you think win win, one of the things I love about Dupree is we're about three 
key focus areas, educate, guide, and empower. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, our, our job is to do those three things. So you have a win, win outcome with your investment portfolio. Right. Absolutely. Number five, they acknowledge the importance of total return and resist chasing yield. So total return is the combination of price appreciation, price movement, plus the income that's generated, dividends or interest. You have to be so careful, uh, and we see it all the time. And when we're, let's say we do a stock screen, we're looking for you know opportunities out there, and just to get some names up there for us to look at. Um, and we look at the the higher yielding ones, which means possibly the share prices have dropped a lot. Yeah, you can't just buy something because it has a high yield. You have to dig deeper than that uh, because sometimes if it has a high yield. Maybe that yield's not sustainable. You know, maybe there's actual problems with the company. Um, and so, you know, that's why you go that extra step and say, okay, you dig deeper. Okay, this is why it's yielding that. This is a problem. And we might pass on it. So, you know, the Unum that you're talking about, uh, it doesn't have – it has a better yield than the market average. It pays a nice dividend, but it's not a 10% yield. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a reasonable yield. Uh, it's it's not so far out of line that it raised this flag. Like, well, you know, is this sustainable? I mean, their payout ratio is very low, um, and so I mean, it, it looks like it's a sustainable dividend, right? Because what we're ultimately concerned with is that consistency of the cash flow of the portfolio, the consistent dividends, because. You know, our clients, a lot of them need consistent income. They consistently take out to live on. They need that consistent cash flow. You know, chasing yield, first thing it talked about is the depressed interest rates around the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked a lot over the last six months or so about negative interest rates and how it's just above my pay grade. I can't understand negative interest rates. (laughs) I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of the things that when you're chasing yield, you you move into chartered waters that you may not understand what's going on. Yeah. Number five from the book. First, seek to understand than to be understood. Mm-hmm. You all know where that comes from? St. Francis Prayer. boy, I knew Tom would know that. <laughs> he was, uh, St. Francis was a, was a cool dude. And he's got one of the, you know, for you listeners out there, if you've never, never read that prayer, I just encourage you to Google the St. Francis prayer because it is pure. Yep. And that's just one of the tenets in it. So what the dividend investor, when he's doing his work the best, he's going to be in touch with reality. He's, he's reality based in how he or she is making investment decisions. Right. They're going to look at what are the real aspects of this case and go with those. Right. Number six, stay informed, but don't overmanage your portfolio. I love, I love this analogy. Let go. <laughs> let portfolio. <laughs> let go and let portfolio. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> so you use a soccer analogy in this. Um, it's a great analogy. It really is. Um, so in with penalty kicks in soccer, if you divide up where they're kicked, on average, a third goes to the left, a third goes to the center, and a third goes to the right. But during a penalty kick, the goalie dives left or right 94% of the time. Okay? Um, but the save rate is the highest, 60%, when he stays in the center of the net. In other words, he'd be much better off not moving at all. Not to overcommit. But he only does it 6% of the time. That right there, okay. Yeah. So, first off, professional, you know, uh, uh, mutual funds, you know, these, these managers, they have to do something to look like they're earning their fee a lot of times. Like, so let's say <laughs> me and Philip were talking about it yesterday and said, okay, so the goalie just stands there, and what's his risk? So the chances are it's better if he doesn't move. He just stands there. But if they kick it to the left or the right and he's just standing there in the middle, hands ready, and he doesn't move, he looks like an idiot, uh-huh. right? So that, yeah. that's his risk even though it's a better chance that he's going to do better doing that. So he has to dive left or right. He has to move to do something to justify his existence, basically. And that's what a lot of managers, portfolio managers, do. They feel like they have to do something um, when a lot of times it's it's best to do nothing. Yeah. Um, And and they – that – if they do something because it's – beneficial then absolutely you know if it's if it's data driven research driven then do it but a lot of them feel the pressure to do something just for doing something's sake right so number six (laughs) here we go practice synergy now when you really when i think about synergy i think of of two words creativity and and open-mindedness okay so when you use the soccer analogy here, it's, that's perfect. It's a perfect comparison. Who would ever in their right mind think out of the box that much to just stand there because <laughs> it's probably the most effective way to accomplish the goal? That's right. And so the soccer player, the goalie, has to be open-minded to get to that, that place. That's right. So there you have it. There you go. All right, stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP. The countdown to award season is on. Ready to kick this thing off? And the biggest names in music are getting ready for one night. Our 2020 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Coming to the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles on March 29th. You can watch live on Fox and listen on your favorite iHeartRadio station. Be here as the nominees are unveiled on January 8th. Our 2020 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Hi, Doug Flynn for J&H Outdoor Store with some unique gift ideas for those on your shopping list. 
J&H has a great selection of footwear, fleece, outerwear, socks, hats, gloves, and more. Even the hardest to shop for will appreciate something from the North Face, Patagonia, Yeti Coolers, Keen, or Merrill. Or surprise them with a J&H gift card. J&H Outdoor Store, just off Nicholasville Road on Moore Drive. Turn between Raising Canes and Wendy's. J&H Outdoor Store. The unemployment rate is lower than it's been in decades. That means if you're trying to hire a new employee, they probably already have a job, which means you need to try reaching them in a different way. That's where iHeartMedia comes in. Every week, our radio stations reach 93% of the U.S., most likely when they're on their commute or already at work. So start connecting with the qualified candidates you've been looking for on AMFM Radio. Visit iHeartWorks.com. That's iHeartWorks.com. President Trump in Florida spending the holidays at his winter resort. Before leaving, the president signing a massive spending bill that avoids a government shutdown and creating a new military branch called Space Force. He also lashed out at an evangelical magazine founded by the late Billy Graham. ABC's Rachel Scott is in West Palm Beach with details. President Trump locked in a battle over impeachment, but he's now taking on a Christian magazine that published an op-ed calling for him to be removed from office. Christianity Today editor-in-chief Mark Galley called the president a near-perfect example of a human being who was morally lost and confused. Well, the president fired back. He called the magazine far left and he tweeted that no president has ever done what I have done for evangelicals or religion itself. ABC's Rachel Scott, the big holiday getaway in full swing today is expected to be one of the busiest at airports. And if you're getting away by hitting the road, analysts are predicting that gas prices will drop before the new year. Michelle Franz and ABC News. It is a mild weekend across the area. Thermometers on this Saturday with a mix of sunny clouds, generally 50 to 55 degrees. A little more in the way of some cloud cover creeping into the picture as we make our way into your Sunday with temperatures that will top out mainly into the low and mid 50s. I can't rule out a shower or two across southern and southeastern Kentucky at some point late on Sunday into early Monday. But that mild weather train is going to take us right on through Christmas Day. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. If you're looking for some great presents this holiday season, you're going to love the huge selection of gift cards at Kroger. Gift cards make a perfect present for everybody, especially if you're working on your last minute list. Just head to the gift card section at Kroger, and you'll find something for everyone. You can choose great gift cards for stores, travel, and streaming services. Plus restaurants like Buffalo Wild Wings, Cracker Barrel, Starbucks, and so many more. Get your gift cards today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Message and data rates may apply. Earning your degree from one of the top business schools in the country might sound impossible to fit into your workload. But what if there were a business degree that advanced your career skills and gave you access to world-renowned faculty, leaders, and mentors all on your schedule? One that opened doors to some of the most influential CEOs, tech companies, law firms, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. And what if you could earn that degree in as little as 16 months, 100% online? Find out more. Text RESULT to 79645. Start on the path to earning your MBA or Business Analytics Master's degree online from the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University today. Learn more about the graduate programs from the top-ranked W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University offered 100% online. 
Text RESULT to 79645. That's R-E-S-U-L-T to 79645. 630 WLAP. Search of grace. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. ESG funds draw SEC. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? We got we got number seven. Oh, okay. All right. Number seven in the bluegrass. Keep going. <laughs> so seven the seven habits of highly Forget effective it. dividend investors. Um, the seventh one is they have enough financial literacy to make informed decisions. So this <clears throat> is knowing the language of finance. You know, understanding balance sheets cash flow, income statements, being able to tra- – I mean, it, it's it, accounting is no different than any other language. Right. You just have to learn the language and then be able to interpret it um, and make a decision based on that interpretation. Um, so it's – what we do, anybody can do. Yeah. But it takes a lot of time to do it. Um, you know, spending the time – in the numbers, spending the time with, you know, talking with management, trying to get the feel, understand a company, it just takes a lot of time. And that's why, you know, we, that's why we spend as much time. That's why we have the team approach to do this because it does take so much time to, to do it properly. Right. So, so number seven, Dun, 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 dun. It's an ESPN <laughs> moment here. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Tom's looking at me like, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> After Santa in the bluegrass, does he really have the right to look? Like <laughs> yeah, anyway? really. I just no. I've tried to trump Santa in the bluegrass. So number seven out of the book is sharpen the saw. Sharpen the saw. So what's that really mean? So it's. It's improve in the in four areas of your life: the physical aspect, the mental aspect, the social, and the spiritual. Yeah. And the thing that I like about this and how it really relates to us at Dupree is that's something we take great pride in, and we're pretty consistent about this. We have throughout the year for our clients lunch and learn um, seminars, and the, these are the areas we focus on. Yeah. Right. For them to improve and sharpen their saw. That's right. So, I want to take it back one one uh, to number six. We're talking about not over managing a portfolio. <clears throat> Sometimes, uh, uh, a mutual fund, the manager of that fund has no choice but to take action that he wouldn't want to take Good otherwise point. because of redemptions or things like the, the mechanics of the fund. He has no choice but to do that. One of the reasons we manage our client portfolios individually is so that we're never backed into that corner. Right. Um, you know, if if a fund has large redemptions, they can't take advantage of fluctuations in the market. Yeah. With our approach, it it doesn't matter what's going on with other clients that we have. If we see an opportunity in the market, we can take advantage of that with our clients, uh, because we're not constrained by the the mechanics of a fund or 
uh, things like that. So we no. can we can act in their best interest and try to be opportunistic. Right. It's a really good point. Yeah, it is a good point. All right. You got another article here. ESG funds draw SEC scrutiny. Um, the ESG funds are um, environmental, social, or governance challenges. That they're supposed to be socially responsible. Socially responsible investing. Yeah. <clears throat> this Boy. is this is the new soundbite investing oh, yeah. thing yeah. here. Uh, ESG, not so, be confused with EKG. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. EKG on some of these would be flat. <laughs> um, so. ESG ranking, so they, they look at various factors. It could be, you know, are they uh, socially responsible in compensation? Are they, you know, uh, green? Are they all th- these different factors? The problem with this to me, if somebody wants to, I mean, everybody has their beliefs. There's certain things that we won't invest in for one reason or another. There's yeah. some things that our clients say, okay, I don't want that in my portfolio. It's not in there. But when you try to make a fund that that adheres to these ESG rules, if you will, it's it's so subjective and arbitrary um, on how that because so the SEC is actually getting involved because they're saying, Hey, you know, it, this is so vague. You're saying you're an ESG fund. How do you, how do you prove that you're adhering to these things? You know, how how do you prove this arbitrary idea that you're adhering to these uh, sometimes questionable theories? Yeah. Um, and so it, it, they're they're trying to make it more standardized uh, for the funds on how they do their rankings. Um, but it's so let, let's use the example the fund manager is is supposed to be a fiduciary so let's say you have a pension fund and the 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 managers of that fund um they're supposed to be a fiduciary for the pensioners of that if they're investing in an ESG fund Let's say let's say the the five of us, four of us are mm-hmm. are uh, pensioners in this thing. Two of us uh, agree with this ESG, and two of us don't agree with it. But the ESG fund has lower returns than if we just would have invested in something else. How is that being a fiduciary for the pensioners? Because all of us don't agree on this. That's right. So yeah. it, it's it's a questionable thing when somebody's acting in a fiduciary capacity. How do you invest in this if the returns are lower or they don't accomplish the ultimate goals? You're doing it purely for the reason of these uh, environmental or social reasons. Yeah. So what would let's let's talk about what some of the companies that would not fit inside an ESG fund. Just give some examples. Oil companies. Oil companies would be one. They Uh, ought to be there the most because they're dealing with the environment and they're trying to be, that's the whole fallacy of this ESG thing. It's it's blatant um, selectivism. An oil company can be a positive environmental force. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. 
you know? And then let's let's look at the reality about what oil really means to us yeah. in America. Uh-huh. We worship oil as much as we worship money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't ignore that fact. I mean, everything we use <laughs> requires it. It does. Th- for pleasure. That yeah. b- provides us pleasure. Yeah. Correct? Well, a lot. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. All right. What would be some others? Casinos. Casinos. How about drug companies? Probably. I mean, it could even be something like a tech company with the compensation of their CEO. Because uh, they, they look at everything oh, from, good point. from compensation levels. I mean, the the, the newest one is uh, biblically responsible investing, which is an ESG yeah. uh, derivative. You know, um, I, it was funny. <clears throat> I had this article ready to go, and yesterday I got an email uh, from a fund company, um, and, and it said, did you know that this fund is now managed according to biblically responsible investing principles. They just they just got it, you know, oh, yeah. authorized. Okay. This. And so I, I did a little looking on this fund, and it was it was. I mean, the fund is eleven million dollars. <laughs> it's an eleven million dollar fund. They charge two percent. Yeah. And and they own. <laughs> what do they own? Fifty six percent of it is in cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a strategic. You can't you know, it's a ta- you can hear about this fund. I got an e- I got an email. I got an email on it, really? and I, I looked at it because I was like, "Well, that fits right into the ESG thing." But yeah, fifty six percent is in cash for the year. It's up one point nine six percent this year, twenty nineteen. So you, that ties right into something that when I read this article, I thought of it. This is just nothing more ESG fund. Investing, ESG investing, I guess. It's a marketing tool. It's a marketing tool, soundbite, asset grab, whatever you yeah, want to call right. it. And that's all it is. That's all it is. Because this fund, the performance has been dismal. They're trying to find some way to collect assets. So now they're putting this label on it, hoping that they get assets coming into right. it. That's all it is. I mean, they, 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 they can't. They can't have market it based on anything else. So now it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna adhere this to biblically uh, responsible investing with fifty six percent cash. Yeah, I mean it's just it, it. So that's not doing what Jesus said to take your talents and go out and yeah, make right. money on them. That's, <clears throat> that's burying right. them in the ground. Well, Jesus said, sell it all and follow me. That's what yeah. he said. He, didn't, that's right. he said, get rid of the mutual fund. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give that to but he, but he also talked about the talents. Right. And you're giving talents. I'm giving talents. Right. What did we do with them? You right. know, what we did with our talents this year at Dupree is we have gotten most clients better than 20% on their returns. Now, the market's been good, mm-hmm. but we didn't hold back and sit 56% right. in cash yeah. worrying that the thing would tank <laughs> no. next week. Yeah. We were trusted. Yeah. That's right. Trusting the research. It's like everything else. All of this is so subject. It's it's perception and how you perceive a situation because the biblically observing Christian that prosperity, ministry, and everything is largely based on cash. Yeah. You don't have Mm -hmm. any debt. You keep everything in cash. You, You know, so you can do good things for the kingdom. 
you know the, yeah and that's that's their angle with this fund by being in cash that doesn't scare the the interpret that interpretation of the gospel yeah it's crazy yeah they ought to they ought to give back the two percent fee they're charging too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that eats up the money market. Whatever they've got the money in. But oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, you have to as an investor, you have to be careful out there. Yeah, there there are a lot of sharks mm-hmm. right. in the water. There really are, and they're they're selling stuff. You know. Whatever the product may be, they're they're selling things, be it this kind of a fund or annuities or whatever it may be, and and it's all based on a soundbite or this 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 ten thousand foot view. It's it, it's biblical. It's safe. It's all these things. Yeah, and you you can't. You just have to do your research. Right and think about it and really dig in. You know, if if I just saw this email and was like, oh, okay, you know, Billy responsible investing. You know, the the email looked good, but then look at what they own. Look yeah. at what it's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to take a break. It is the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio six thirty WLAP. Today on WLAP. Crazy Nancy. So embarrassed. For she wouldn't even take your question. And get ready. Get the latest. House Democrats are getting cold feet. Doesn't feel like impeachment. Check in often. She's admitting defeat. With News Radio 630 WLAP. I'm Tom Dupree Jr. Your retirement investment portfolio is too important to be managed by a one-size-fits-all menu of mutual funds or annuities at the other end of an 800 number or a website. Dupree Financial Group is local, right here on Main Street in Lexington. We specialize in individually managed, not mass-produced investment accounts. If you have a 401k or IRA, we can handle the rollover for you and generally have your money ready to invest within 10 to 12 business days. We design an individual account just for you, our client. Once your plan is implemented, we try to meet with you twice a year to review your plan and make changes if needed. This ensures that any concerns or questions you may have about your money are answered in a timely fashion. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a free review and be sure to listen to Tom Dupree on the weekends at News Radio 630 WLAP. 630 WLAP. All right, back on the Tom Dupree Show. Congress passes sweeping overhaul of retirement system. So this is the Secure Act. Uh, the uh, so tell them what Secure Act stands for. Uh, what does it? Setting Thank you. every <laughs> community up for retirement enhancement. Act. Right. That's secure. S-E-C-U-R-E. The House passes, I mean, unanimously probably six months ago, something like that. Um, And it got caught up. And uh, honestly, I don't think it would have passed if they hadn't. That's why they put it in this spending bill to pass. Um, There are a couple good things in in it. Um, the, The required minimum distribution age gets pushed up to 72 uh, they put some things in there where 
small employers can do group 401k plans. It lowers the, the administrative cost of doing 401ks. Um, but there are a couple things that I think are just horrible ideas. Um, the, the, the biggie is it it does away with the stretch IRA. Now a stretch IRA is if you have a person with an IRA, they pass away and they give it to children or non-spouse, the stretch IRA, they, the beneficiary takes the required distribution based on their lifetime. So, you know, somebody that's 20 years old that inherits an IRA, they might be able to spread that distribution out over 50, 60 years. Under the new law, they have to take that distribution over 10 years. And this this totally upends all, you know, a lot of uh, estate planning, a lot of these things that have been put in place, turns it on its head. They, they change the rules at the last minute. Correct. Um, so, but there, there are some uh, kind of workarounds with this. I mean, <clears throat> with an IRA, um, whatever comes out is taxed as regular income. If you do a Roth conversion on parts of it, <clears throat> that Roth is tax free for the beneficiaries, but it's still it, it, the ten year rule still applies to Roth IRAs. That's the other you know kicker somebody that inherited a Roth IRA that could do the stretch, they could have 40, 50, 60 years of tax-free growth yeah. in that inherited Roth. Now you're not getting that. Right. Um, what do you get? Whoa. Ten, 10 years. It has to be out of there. It has to be out of there in 10 years. Now it's yeah. still tax-free, Yeah. but you only get 10 years. Right, but the 10-year, I mean, they've increased basically the tax. You're going to pay more tax, yeah. particularly if you have a significant IRA. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and you look at the average age of a person that would be inheriting this, you'd probably be in your 40s or 50s, typically, because yeah. uh, it might be from a parent or something. So if you're in your 40s or 50s, you're probably in your peak earning years. Yeah. And so you're get, you're gonna, it's going to get taxed at a higher rate, and it's going to come out more quickly. Which, you know, it's going to force them to do other things. Like, I guess you could use the IRA... Uh, and make charitable donations, and you can do some different things to maybe beat it. But that's right. This is the thing that jumped out at me when I read this story was that it encourages guaranteed payments. Yeah, which yep. means annuities. Yes, which is yeah. something that we talk a lot about on the Dupree Show because there's there's there can be some annuities that aren't so good. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Now it it opens the door for 401k plans to allow annuities inside the 401k plan and one reason that they weren't in there before is because the employer who's a fiduciary to the plan would be responsible if that insurance company went bankrupt if they were unable to pay this takes some of that liability away it it gives them safety the the employer Um, so you're looking at a a lowering of due diligence Mm -hmm. and you're that fiduciary is basically saying that you can invest in this annuity, you know, doors wide open, come on in, but they're not held to the same standard that they were prior. You know, they don't have as much skin in the game, if you will. They don't have the liability. 
So I can see this setting up just like this. So here I am. I'm, I'm an employee with a major corporation at the annual employee pension fund explanation day. Yes. And they start talking about how we're going to provide a guaranteed payment in this plan through this gentleman standing here with Mr. Easy Get In Your Pocketbook Annuity Company. Exactly. And everybody's going to buy into that. Right. Because they're not going to have any education. That's right. And who and do you it f- plays on that. The fact that it just gets investing more into a one decision thing, which is exactly the opposite from what Mike was explaining about dividend investors, how they actually do their research. Investing is becoming more and more one decision. Yes. It's, and, and that is to the danger of the investing public because it happens with ETFs. It happens with index funds. It happens with annuities. They want to make investing easy. Investing is fundamentally not easy. easy. Mm-hmm. It's just like life. Right. You have to do, you have to do some work around it, you know, and um, all of these things are designed supposedly to help the public get invested and do things more and more to attain financial security. But they're, the, the bottom line is the returns on these things are going to be terrible, mm-hmm. these annuities and stuff like that. And, you know, <coughs> it's just really you can't ever make investing as simple as they want to make it. That's right. Right. And you know, folks that are listening, if you're in this situation and you're confused, it doesn't cost anything to call us here at Dupree. No. And come down and visit with us and get an opinion. We 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 welcome that. We want to do that because we care about no. you. We want the best for you. You've worked hard for your money, by golly. And we want to help you hold on to it and let it work for you in the long run. Candid right. and diligent guy. That's right. That's who we are. So, but you know, you can call us at 859-233-0400. You can uh, look us up on Facebook. You can email us, info at com. those sorts of things. Right. And come in. We'll, we'll give an analysis of what you have yeah. and give you an honest opinion on what you have. If, you, if what you have is working, we're, we'll tell you that. Right. Um, but most of the time we can help people. We can. <laughs> I mean – it's it's amazing how yeah. we've been able to help people. Yes. Just just by going over your plan is helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it just gives you peace of mind that yeah. your plan's intact. And I've also seen Tom uh, tell people what they've got is great and that they need to keep doing what they're doing, which, you know, it kind of makes your mouth fall open because it is so opposite of what you usually see in the investing world we're not here to sell you anything we really right no great point elizabeth all right kentucky versus louisville or uh (laughs) ohio state ohio state a little early on that one that's next week right that's right but what is it tom come on it's basketball. <laughs> oh, I'm getting the bluegrass. No, it's Santa time. Come on, Tom. It's Santa time in the bluegrass. 
Yeah. All right. Oh, it's been fun. <laughs> Everybody have a great Christmas. Have a great week. Get all those Thanks coughs. Get those coughs cleared up. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening to the Tom Dupree show. Um, come see us two three three zero four hundred. We're free this week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's been the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP. I said that so long ago.